Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, thank you for the introduction, Nicholas. As Nicholas said, my name is Greg Chase. I'm a partner at the law firm of Reed Smith, based in New York. Uh, I run our transactional maritime practice in New York, uh, and more and more we work with our clients who have questions or are otherwise involved in leasing transactions in Asia, particularly in China, given the fact we're in Japan and we've had sessions today on Japanese financial options. I think this panel is an opportunity to provide sort of the counterpoint and an exploration of what's happening in the Chinese market. Um, we see a lot of trends towards interest in the Chinese market in our work every day. We're very joined up with our team in Hong Kong and Shanghai. We've acted for owners as well as leasing companies in many transactions. But I think what we'll do is I'll let each of the panelists introduce themselves, and then we'll describe, get each panelist to describe their portfolios a bit, and then we'll try to compare and contrast what each, each of these companies is doing, and also with the Japanese market. Bill, maybe we'll start with you. Okay, okay thank you. So my name is Bill, and uh, I come from the ICBC leasing, and so it's which also the one of the largest leasing house in China. So ICBC leasing and 100% um, owned by the ICBC bank, which are also world's largest bank. And uh, we started shipping businesses from since 2007, and uh, right now over 12 years growth from zero, scrapped nothing. Right now we have a just for shipping portfolio, and we have about 12 billion US dollar uh, at that, and uh, around you know 280 ships, uh, all kinds of types of ships, including the dry bar, container, cruise, tankers, and uh, also some offshore assets as well. So, but 12 billion purely for the ship itself, but we also have some of the offshore assets. So, and uh, right now we are more focused on the international business, and uh, so our main customers. Actually, not the Chinese customers. So it's slightly different compared maybe the Japanese and the leasing structure. So we are, from very beginning, we aim at the global market. So majority customer come from European customers. So the, the just last panel, you know, sitting here is uh, half of them is actually our customers. So we already done the business with them. And so that's why we have the 90% the asset is a US dollar based asset. And um, another 10% asset is the Chinese currency. Of course, we also have business with you know all the Chinese shipping company, for example, like Costco and the China Merchant, Shandong Shipping, you know, as well. So all these kind of the Chinese customers also is uh, the leasing structure. So just a very big brief introduction. Thank you. Uh, yes, my name is uh, Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jack Xu. I'm from uh, China Merchant Bank Leasing uh, Company. So the our company is quite similar. Have similar. Our business model are with ICBC um, leasing. Our company also are, was established uh, 11 years ago at the beginning of uh, 2008. So currently our portfolio size uh, is around, uh, it's close to our six billion. So uh, it's quite uh, half of uh, ICBC's size. So uh, our clients also are mainly uh, focused on um, uh, European uh, ship clients. And also we also uh, want to uh, explore our Asian uh, explorer. So that's why we are here. So. Um, Yes, and um, uh, more than uh, 90 of our projects dominated by U.S. dollars. So um, um, for domestic uh, market, so we have, uh, because we are under the Chinese group, so under our group, we also have uh, the uh, shipping armors and the uh, shipbuilding armors. But uh, for our bank, we quite act uh, uh, quite uh, in independently. So uh, we normally uh, provide uh, the competitive or financial leasing um, uh, products to our clients. Thank you. Um, good afternoon. Uh, I'm 
Zheng Zhong from uh, Balkan Leasing. Actually, the name is wrong. I just put A here. It should be E. <laughs> um, I think it's lucky to uh, have the three biggest leasing company in one stage, right? So uh, ICBC is our big brother. And um, actually, we start from 2007 uh, at the same time. And uh, we are approaching uh, together. And even now, the portfolio are quite similar. So um, as Barcom Leasing, oh, I, sh I should state that uh, I'm from the credit, uh, the, the, the credit department. So uh, this is the different from uh, the two guys. They are from the business department. So uh, maybe today I will more uh, emphasis on the credit side. Yeah, thank you. And, and can you give us a sense generally how large is your portfolio? Sorry? How, how large roughly is your portfolio? Uh, the portfolio, okay. Uh, Bacom Leasing, uh, the total asset of Bacom Leasing is around uh, 30 to 40 billion US dollar, and we put uh, 10 billion in the shipping uh, sector. Yeah. Thank you. So, Bill, I, I wanted to talk a little bit, maybe we can explore the trend. You know, several years ago when I first started moderating panels and we would have ICBC on the panel, it was typically an alternative finance panel, and we would have New York credit funds, other providers of non-bank providers of capital. Um, what, what do you think accounts for the growth of Chinese leasing? Uh, and is most of your, why is most of your business coming from Europe these days? Um, so we, as I said, you know, I think we have a common science. You know, we all build a lot 2007 or 2000, early of 2008 for all the China leasing house because it's a, I would say it's a kind of regulation, the, you know, by the Chinese government. Uh, I think the, the very beginning purpose for the China Leasing House was founded was just to and uh, offer, I would say, alternate, alternative funding source to the, I would say, the Chinese and the companies. And um, so very beginning, there's no preparation for the U.S. dollar and for the, I would say, the U.S. dollar and the, I would say the funding, the channel. And uh, until maybe in the five, like we said, you know, we only started all the international business, and I think including the bulk company leasing also, the um, the CMB leasing, of course, up to the, the my friend to explain further. So we all already started maybe at the, um, six years ago or seven years ago. At that time, I would say the Chinese and the market is already very competitive. I would say the RMB and the uh, Chinese currency RMB is pretty hard. I would say to offer even lower cost to our you know, domestic customers. So seven years ago, we have to work out and uh, to think about, okay, where's the next market? And of course, and the shipping, you know, as the RBC is global standard, the tradable asset would be easily to be noticed by, I would say, top management, and also with aviation. So the shipping and aviation is the two major, I would say, the global leasing asset you know, that have to be put on the agenda. So since then, you know, we always look at, okay, where's the next step for the shipping? And of course, in the European and also Japanese, and the ship owner is our main target. But you know, we we travel around, we see all the customers, we understand. Okay, maybe it's better, uh, easier, put this way, to talk with the European customers because they are much more international. Also, they they're looking for the funding resources. It's globally, so the Chinese money could be an alternative solution for them as well. So let's come to the the question. How is how it start? It's just started as a kind of alternative sourcing fund, you know, five or six years ago. And, uh, you know, since then, you know, we are very actively, including myself or some, you know, my friends from other leasing house, 
you know, always be positive in the panels to join some conference. You know, we graduated fund actually is not the alternative funding source anymore. It's become, I would say, the one of the main source for more and more, I would say, the global shipping ship owner. We are very happy to see the change. Maybe one reason, or I explained that, because European and the banks have been withdraw. Some China and some Europe, some Asian banks also have some, you know, their own problem. And now the Chinese leasing house take the chance to gradually take over, not take over, maybe you know, take over some market share. So from the from the shipping market. So by then, you know, I think I think some figure published maybe by the you know other you know, some media said about last year, and thirty percent of the shipping fund come from the leasing house, a China leasing house, China. So that's that's global figure. Um, so every year, even for this year, I say China, all the Chinese leasing house had very aggressive the target. Again, you know, the European market is very important. Maybe you know, cannot be fit into the China leasing house anymore. So that's why they look, start to look at the for the American market, for Asian market, for other other world who needs the U.S. dollar for their ships. So that's thing. That's why we travel even further to see what's next movement. Jack, what would be your view? Would you share that? Yes. Um, I think, uh, yes, I, I agree with uh, Bill's um, view. I think uh, historically, uh, the shipping finance gets, uh, is a compilation of the uh, ship owner's equity and the traditional European banks know. But uh, after 2008, the, the big time, so after that, uh, the financial crisis so some of the banks uh, withdraw back. So um, I think uh, the Chinese leasing house just um, appeared at the right time, and we just wanted to uh, fill in the gap. So I don't think um, we, the, the leasing firms can uh, take over all of the shipping finance or most of the shipping uh, finance portfolio. But we are definitely we can uh, contribute part of the, the, the finance uh, portfolio. I think, yes, and also uh, from that time, uh, we have experienced um, six years um, uh, high-speed uh, um, uh, exp uh, expansion. I think uh, we uh, contribute a lot to our clients. And I think uh, the Chinese leasing firms always, uh, the, 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 the quality of the assets uh, so far is, uh, is quite good. I think that's approved the leasing structure that works. Thank you. Jack, you, you mentioned the sort of uh, w maybe withdrawal, partial withdrawal of the European banks and the creation of a funding gap. Uh, w what are some of the things about Chinese leasing that make it particularly attractive to ship owners in the West, in, perhaps in comparison to bank loans? I think, yes. I, th I think that at the beginning, uh, so the Chinese leasing firms maybe uh, provide uh, some uh, flexibility on the financial terms. So, um, firstly, we provide maybe a little bit higher leverage to our clients. Doesn't mean we can uh, we can uh, fill in some of the gaps of the equity uh, uh, originally are provided by the ship owners. Because after the grab, so the ship owners also have a very uh, limited uh, cash to to uh, to uh, finance to uh, provide uh, enough cash flow for the projects. So I think uh, yeah, firstly we provide a higher leverage, and then we provide them. Um, some uh, flexible, flexible, flexible uh, options to our clients, and then uh, we are finding the solution to our to our solve the whole uh, project finance. Bill, um, I think you know, I think the main reason because the whole team pretty young, 
So they haven't been suffered by the shipping circle yet. So and everyone is, uh, you know, including myself, you know, I'm relative and uh, mature, but still pretty young for the whole team. So we are very, I would say, aggressive when we come to the global shipping market. And uh, we just match what the ship owner needs, put this way. They need the equity. They need the senior loan. They need, um, you know, some additional service. So the China leasing house, you know, can offer just one thing, you know, cover everything they need. So that's exactly how we can entry the whole shipping market. Of course, and right now, you know, after six years of fast growing, we become more and more, I would say, in their, you know, conservatively, and also to more careful the look at each project. But honestly, and back to six years ago, you know, just you know, experience sharing also with our, you know, the Japanese and the ship owner, also the financial institution. It's a, it's a, just a boat, you know. We very aggressively into the shipping market. We offer maybe ninety five percent, you know, leverage. It's not existing anymore right now, but we did, you know. So some of the worst case, and we did one hundred percent financing. So of course, it's easy to can, can really attract the attention from the traditional shipping owners. You know, they feel like, wow, that's the money, that's the high leverage, that's still very sexy and the attraction, the, you know, the business model. And we offer not just financial leasing, but also the operation leasing, which means and we take care of the residual value and after certain years. So for the, for the traditional shipping company, they just you know, give us maybe 10 or 15 years and the long-term charter contract. Then we, offer, we build the ship for them, we give the ship, and we, we take back the, the, the ship residual value after certain years. So it's very flexible, I would say, for the traditional ship owners to just you know, utilize the ships for their own service, for their own purpose. That's very much what's the leasing, the, the original purpose. That's also you know, give very clear, I would say, the di difference between the leasing structure and also the banking structures. So I think that's why we, we, are, we were booming at the moment. As I said, you know, of course, we still have this kind of flexibility, like Jack already mentioned, but I would say it become more and more conservatively. You know, some of the European banks and the, the, the ship owners, they call them the bill car continue. You know, some of the deal already done very successfully. So like Jack mentioned, uh, most of the deal is running very smoothly. No default, no, no, no late payment. So this year, last year, and uh, had some of the deal had been already finished for the shipping circle. So the European customer call and say, okay, Bill, can we do the same deal like we do 95%? We said, no. It's the, it's the history is gone, so we already become a little more conservative. But still, we have a more flexible company with the trading banks. Yeah, I want to say a lot of very important thing is timing. So the timing is very important. So because uh, when we are just very fast growth for the international clients, the timing is... Uh, uh, around 2012, 2013. I think at that time, the asset price is quite uh, uh, relative uh, lower, at a very low level. So that is very important for us. So we take the opportunity to uh, uh, just build up our portfolio and at a relative lower market. Mm -hmm. So that's um, quite good for us. And then we went to our own flight to quality. So now we can do uh, more selective uh, assets and the clients, and then we can achieve a sustainable growth. So that's, uh, that's why our Chinese leasing firms uh, grow um, so healthy. 
not, yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I, I agree with you, but now you can see the business department men are said the Chinese leasing company is aggressive, but uh, I would like to say they we're really conscious. <laughs> that's, that's actually yeah. qu quite, quite interesting, and I was going to ask you uh -huh. your perspective, since you are on the credit side, about leverage. Uh -huh. and, and Bill, I'm glad you mentioned operating leases, because I do want to come back to that and explore uh, the trends for the future over the next several years. But from Bank of Communications' perspective, uh -huh. what, what kind of leverages are available now? Um, it's normally 70%, uh, and some, for some uh, for some clients with uh, quite strong uh, financial status, uh, we will uh, we will um, uh, go to the, the leverage. will go to maybe ninety percent. It just depends on the clients, uh, the, the the financial status of the clients. Yeah. So is it is it still possible to achieve ninety percent in the current time frame? Yeah, I would like to say yes. Is there a particular type of vessel that is more um, well suited to that kind of transaction? Um, this question is uh, quite complicated because uh, uh, there's both sides, uh, the, the, the counterparty side and uh, the asset side. Uh, actually, we, uh, we will uh, equally uh, weight the, this both side, maybe 50% and 50%. But uh, in some case, maybe the, uh, the counterparty is weaker, but uh, the asset is with uh, a high liquidity or the asset, the, 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 the leverage is uh, low. So we'll take the, the, uh, the higher weight on the asset side. So um, yeah, sometimes the, the, uh, the asset side is uh, quite uh, with a higher uh, leverage or uh, less liquidity, then we will, con uh, we will consider the counterparty. Yeah. Jack, do you think there's a similar point of view from CMB? Yes, I think. Uh, yeah, like the panel mentioned in the morning, uh, like uh, uh, Tokyo Century, uh, the gentleman uh, mentioned. So we also use uh, uh, 3C or 4Cs to, uh, uh, to uh, evaluate our clients, our um, projects. So I think first uh, very important for us is the counterparty's risk. So, and then we consider the asset risk. So uh, we have done uh, the leverage from 50 to, uh, to uh, 80. So it's quite a big, uh, wider range. So also that uh, depends. We need to comply all of the parameters, uh, all of the all of the risks uh, together to consider the projects. So not only uh, just uh, from the uh, leverage or 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 the margin to consider uh, the project is good or bad. What about ICBC? Um, as, as I said, you know, leasing has two different structures. One is the financial leasing, so very very similar to the bank. You know, so for this kind of structure. We offer a similar like our you know counterparty in China, and uh, you know of course we we try not to compete with the banks. So we still maybe and uh, I said you know the leverage we manage maybe highest is ninety, lowest fifty depends on the the, the asset itself. But also we have the operation leasing. So you know some of the I would say the steel factories, some of the energy company and the, the mining company, they just need the ship. They don't want to put any single dollar into the ship. So we offer one hundred percent financing. Actually, we build the ship for them. They just put nothing, only give us our contract. So this is also a very common um, business model right now in the leasing structures. Of course, and the, you know, maybe the traditional ship owner would argue with us, you know, would be that generate you know, direct competition between the leasing house with the traditional ship owner. I would say in some time it does, you know, because and, uh, you know, I, you know I, I, don't, I don't want to judge it's right or wrong way, but, you know, it, it is. Sometimes, so that's why we also some deals 
directly with some shipping company, but also sometimes we have some deals with this and uh, say the energy company, mining company, trading trading company directly. They just need to ship, just build them 100%. So it's hard, it's very hard to give very, I would say, the single and uh, standardized, I would say, the template to fill in, say, okay, that's the leasing structures. But in general, it's, uh, we try to benchmark with the banks in terms of the leverage, in terms of the cost, to become more flexible for this way. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, two or type of uh, um, shipping finance. One is uh, maybe our, we can uh, call it asset back uh, finance. And the other, like uh, Bill mentioned, is kind of a project finance. And if if the, there's very strong uh, cargo owner or trader back to charter attached to this project, and maybe uh, we can act uh, like uh, the technology provider to to provide the, the, the good asset to this uh, to uh, carry cargoes for these uh, traders or cargo owners. Why not? I think. But from our side, we are prefer to cooperate with traditional uh, traditional um, ship owners to uh, to do this kind of structure. Structure, because I think uh, yes, along with the whole value chain, I think uh, each party have their most professional abilities. So I think uh, cooperating with traditional um, uh, ship owners, I, I think uh, the the operating uh, risk can be uh, uh, very well uh, controlled. That's uh, that's my uh, personal view. So, so I think of course this is a real key distinction whether or not you're underwriting the value of the asset or the quality of the counterparty. It used to be said, at least when I first started following Chinese leasing, that there had to be a Chinese element. Is that so much the case anymore? And does that affect this discussion about whether we're looking at the asset or the counterparty? Um, yeah, it's maybe some kind of misleading said about in the China leasing must be have the Chinese characters. So, and uh, of course, and uh, we might like to build shipping in China because it's easier to monitor, the, I would say, the new building progress. But then uh, we do also have lots of, I would say, the new building in the Japan new building in the Korea, also new building in the, in the Europe. So and, uh, we, it's not necessarily must have like, the Chinese element. So we could just build a ship for the Japanese ship owner and the, the final charter party might be the Japanese steel factory or maybe the, I would say, the you know, Indian factory. So it's, it's not necessary just be you know, Chinese and uh, the factories or Chinese and the shipping company. So we just, you know, so we run it much more independently. So we aim at also all the global market who and needs the ships and who needs the shipping finance. That's all one purpose. Yes, um, so the China Morrison Bank is a public uh, listed bank. We are dual listed in the Hong Kong and the Shanghai uh, stock exchange. So we are, we are responsible for uh, our shareholders. So we are commercial bank. So there's no any rule or restriction for us to do our the Chinese uh, shipyard builder assets. So we are open to our everywhere for finance for financial leasing. So actually, um, um, just within our portfolio, and I think uh, most of the gas carriers and maybe some of the mega container vessels, um, all of these vessels, most of these vessels building uh, Korea shipyards. Because they have the, because the Korea have a big capacity for building this type of vessels. What about Bank of Communications? Yes, um, in China, uh, the biggest, the biggest banks, the biggest shipyards, and the biggest ship owners are all owned by the government. So that means 
all the parties can get support from the government. So um, that's why we usually do business uh, in our country. So from the beginning, uh, Balkan leasing is still a very global country, a very global uh, leasing house. We do business with uh, our uh, all the foreign companies, and we put uh, uh, orders to the uh, Japanese or uh, Korean shipyards, and that's it. So we're talking about each of the examples that the three of you gave were in relation to new buildings. What about second-hand vessels? Oh, second-hand is much more flexible. So uh, you know, as far as you know, global tradable and. Uh, you know, we do all kind of second hand, but not too old. I would say, in the internally, we prefer within five years. You know, I would say, the, you know, the oldest one maybe in ten years. Um, so that's kind of thing. And of course, on the second hand majority, it's a. It also depends on who is the final charter party. So also to look at their credibility. You know, first and I would say second hand is more like a standard bank loan structures. And uh, of course, we seldom also do a little bit of say the operation leasing. So we buy. We take care of the value, but it's, um, it's more, like, I would say, more like a financial leasing structures. So, copy what the banks are doing. So, yes, for second hand, I think, uh, yeah, we also are quite uh, flexible. I think, yes, for some of the even um, even uh, very old, more than uh, ten years uh, age, I think we are we are we are happy to do this uh, type of deals. Yes, depends on the how long the pricing of the asset. How, how, how we uh, structure this kind of uh, project. If, if we, the clients just need very short term and also very short profile, why not? I think it's quite safe for us. I think even for much, uh, very old uh, ships, maybe the clients just need to scrap value finance. I think at that level, it's quite safe for resource. So why not do uh, this type of vessels? But uh, the condition is this type of vessels should be a uh, uh, should be uh, compliant with all of the regulations, should be uh, seaworthy. So that's the condition, yes. Would you agree with that? In the bank? Yeah. Uh, we have no biases on new building or second hand. Uh, for the second hand, uh, we will evaluate the, the, the value of the vessel itself. And um, uh, it, uh, it also depends on the ship itself. It's like uh, the, the tanker, uh, it's not older than 20 years. But the cruiser may be longer. Uh, so uh, that's the key point. Yeah. And would you do vessels that are as, long, as old as 10 years old? Uh, yeah, sometimes. But uh, the tenor will be shortened, um, maybe 10, uh, within 10 years. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the trends in the future now. We've, we've talked about what your activities are currently and how we got to where we are. I was in Shanghai last week, and I watched the panel with a couple of you guys, and you were, you were keen to talk about operating leases. Why, why is it, for example, that ICBC is moving more towards operating leases? Okay, so and, uh, again, so just start with me, and uh, so I have to and give like the, the trend for the future leasing house, what's next step. As I said, you know, we still have a uh, very aggressive, not, not, not I shouldn't use the aggressive this word, but still have very big and target every year. Try to you know do more because the past six years and maybe ten years and succeed and successful in the story had already you know to encourage the management team to continue and uh, put the we'll say in the more um, investment into the shipping portfolio. So and um, you know there's no I would say an other clear and uh, alternative asset could do the similar kind of investment. 
So we have to do the same thing. And in the past six years, maybe we we were encouraged to do similar things in that six years later. So that means we have still have some of the equity investment, some of the bank loan investment, also the leasing structure investment in the shipping market. So that's that's why you know for the in today's market, lots of uncertainty. Only speaking, you know the trade war issue has been sorted out, the regulation, IMO, you know all kinds of things, technology. So 2018, 2019, this very limited, you know the new building project in the world. And that's why I said about you know, 30% already take over by the China leasing house already. So what's next? You can't take over the whole world, right? Because there's still so many banks and the Japanese banks as well. They still focus on the shipping finance. So, you know, but you still have some budget. You want to put the money into the shipping market. There's no other way. Instead, you have to build the ship by yourself. So that's why, you know, by the later of the 2018 and also the earlier this year, there's a few, a few, including us, and they're good or bad. We also build our ship, ship ourselves. Of course, we not you know, speculate the market. Actually, we more initially to talk, talk with some of the, say, the the energy company, the greenhouse, you know, the trading house who needs a ship, but this ship cannot get from, say, the traditional ship owner. So we talked, we we discussed, then we agreed. Okay, let's the leasing house to build ships and do the operation leasing to them. So which end, uh, you know, so far, you know, was successful because based on the charting rate, based on the result, based on the progress, looks good. So I think that's the success. Also encourage maybe the leasing house try to do more operation leasing. And because after, you know, as I said, you know, we already have 10 years experience, even though it's still short, but also to generate, you know, some of the experience also to get some people in the team to understand what the shipping look like. So gradually they have the confidence to do the more operation leasing. I think that's the that's the um, the current situation. If you if I said the trend, I, I'm not one hundred percent sure. But right now, it is a kind of a trend in the China leasing houses to do a little bit more, I would say, operating leasing compared with the financial leasing in the past five six years. Yes, um, yeah, I think uh, yeah. Um, just recently, uh, I read this news, so the. The Hamburg uh, Commercial Bank just announced they are preparing one billion fresh cash, a uh, fresh money for for the shipping finance market. This is good news for us, for everybody. I think uh, I also uh, have learned uh, last year, so uh, more than uh, fifty uh, deals done by our Japanese local owners and uh, provide sales back to our European clients. So that's also quite good news. I think for Chinese leasing firms. So we are thinking about how we are just maintaining our growth and how we think our own business model. How we are to positioning ourselves. How do we differentiate ourselves with the traditional banks and with the Japanese technology providers? I think we can learn something from European technology providers, Japanese technology providers. I think it builds billing also give us very good indication. So uh, we need to combine with the traditional finance. That means uh, like a mortgage loan or currently uh, maybe a little bit higher leverage uh, finance leasing. That's maybe a principle of our products, but we also need to think about this kind of uh, GV or operating uh, leasing with uh, uh, traditional ship owners, with uh, cargo owners, with uh, shipyards. We comply all of these parties together to find the a one-stop solution to our clients. I think that's quite uh, uh, good for the market. So it's not a speculation. 
So we just um, just um, uh, when we have the long-term charter, we when we have the cargo there, when we have the shipyard, the technology, the, the good design here, why not we invest some money to this good set to uh, keep the uh, market just uh, go healthy? So why not? So I think they, maybe that's the trend. And also uh, before, I think um, many, many European uh, tennis providers like uh, last plan Last panel, the Ocean Yard, I think they are also uh, very uh, creative uh, lesso. They have uh, done many deals, uh, very efficient way and a very creative way. They have a lot of in innovations with clients to do the deals. So that's also we can learn from that. So that's maybe our, uh, uh, one of our trends. I think that's actually quite interesting. Towards the end of the last panel, we, talked, we, we heard about observers of the Japanese market noting that you can look at the trends in Japanese uh, leasing and see perhaps uh, the beginnings of, of discussion of equity finance and joint ventures. From the Bank of Communications perspective, is are joint ventures on the horizon? Joint uh, ventures, no, it's not allowed by the bank, uh, uh, bank regulatory of China. So uh, we cannot do that, fortunately. Would, would you team up uh, with other leasing companies? I just want to, you know, actually, is because that's the CBRC, it's the China Banking and Regulation Committee. That's the at the you know central level. Each city they have their own CBRC. So Shanghai, you know, Beijing, Beijing Tianjin. So ICBC we have headquarters in Beijing, but we are registered in Tianjin. So we are under the regulation of the Tianjin CBRC. So other leasing houses in Beijing, they are Beijing's one. So they are under the Shanghai. So maybe Shanghai not allowed for the joint venture. So but the Tianjin's one is more flexible. So ICBC leasing can do the joint venture. So it's actually based by the city by city's regulation. Yeah, but, but finally, we can, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's a lot of problem. So I think that's because, not because of the regulations. I think that's because of the fundamental risk control. So we, did, we need to uh, look at the, the basic um, asset quality. So I think the, the, the government also wanted to control the risk of the whole portfolio, not just from the, the structure level. So I think that's maybe it's, it's, it's just uh, at, at this moment, maybe just uh, because of regulations, we are not able to offer this type of uh, product. But this problem can be solved very soon. I think uh, in the future or in the long-term view, I think, uh, yes, I think the structure is, uh, is, can be uh, discussed very uh, creatively. We can uh, maybe uh, equity or mezzanine or selenium. Each part we can, uh, we can uh, join uh, for the for the uh, whole project. So I, I think I think we see some trends. I think we're we're hearing the Chinese leasing is still very available. It's perhaps a little more conservative than it was a few years ago. Uh, operating leases are quite possible. So I think there's perhaps some competition with Japan. Uh, there's a trend towards international owners. Secondhand vessels are 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 very possible, uh, and we might even be looking at equity in some some circumstances. You know, one thing I want to maybe and uh, try to do the correction is, uh, you know, we not come here try to fight with the Japanese leasing house. We actually looking for the partners. So as I said, you know, we still we could do the joint venture, we could do the partnership. So actually, my 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 purpose comes to the Tokyo and the Capital Link is really want to do the joint venture and with the Japanese leasing house, and so jointly work together to serve for the say, Japanese and the shipping company. And um, because and um, 
I think it's a trend. You can't take over the market by yourself. You have to work with someone who has more knowledge and also has more experience in the specific shipping market. And uh, of course, the good thing for that for the China leasing, and we have a very big ticket, you know, tournament, which means we can do maximum for each deal, hundred million and five hundred million, four hundred million. So, which and maybe three different companies with the you know Japanese leasing house here. So, which means had smaller, say, the ticket. So, we, for that perspective, we can maybe do the joint venture. So, you you know, as a equal partner, equal right, you know. So we can provide a big portion of the ticket, and you, you offer the smaller portion of the ticket. So work together to serve for the customer they need. I think we, because, and um, I think there are lots of things we can learn each other. Yes, uh, from our perspective, I think um, we have some experience to do a uh, time charter, to do a pool operating uh, with our clients. So, but finally we found out, uh, so maybe it's better for our just to do the bellboat charter with our clients. So, so then we are thinking, why not we cooperate with uh, traditional ship owners? I think uh, from a Japanese ship owner's side, so Japanese ship owners, very good at uh, to choose good sets, very good at to negotiate with shipyard to talk about the specification to make list. So they know which type of vessels, what kind of sets is good for the market, it's good for the value maintained. And also, they are very good at um, the operating the vessel. They are good at the control or the risk of, or of, the, of the operating the cargoes and operating the vessels. So that's the kind of uh, the big uh, opportunity to cooperate with Japanese ship owners. So we do bearable charter, and maybe the Japanese owners can offer quite uh, flexible structure, time charter, or some COA contracts with the cargo owners or their users. So we can combine each other. So maybe that's kind of our um, idea for corporate. Yeah. Uh, Japan is a virgin land for Chinese leasing companies. Uh, we know little about this market. And uh, why we come here is to know the market and to corporate, not compete. So um, it was uh, five years ago, maybe I can't remember, uh, that the European banks consider us as a competitor, but now they consider us as a credit enhancement. We raise the money from the European banks and then do, uh, do, do, do the leasing to their clients. And that's it. They, uh, in their view, they think it's better, it's more secure to lend money directly to the clients because we have our security to them. So... Uh, it's just like uh, the, today, uh, we are in Japan, and uh, we are hopefully to open the gate of Japan. Yeah. From my perspective, sitting in New York, this sounds highly innovative. The idea of uh, bringing Chinese leasing and the Japanese market together, perhaps to create financial solutions for Western owners. I see we're already out of time, but this has been a real pleasure. Thank you very much. And maybe eventually use the Red Smith Lawyer Service, huh? Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Yes.